the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up March Madness. Uh, it is the last day of March on this Friday. Uh, man, I'll tell you right now, I am ready for the weekend. Uh, it, it has been a, a frustrating morning as we've been talking to uh, wholesalers around the world and everybody's talking it, it's incredible it really truly is uh the availability of everything is is hanging by a thread um we we tried to i'll, I'll say this silver half dollars most likely barring some miracle uh we'll probably we'll probably be out of stock by monday um and a lot of the other stuff right behind it twenty dollar gold gone gone you know look at today uh twenty four sixty on twenties i'm gonna say this i've never said it before but i'm gonna say it. don't buy them buy the tens buy the tens the tens are uh, twelve hundred dollars uh every day you know what you if you want to pay more, wait another day. That's our, that's going to be our new slogan. If you want to pay more, wait another day. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Friday, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And Barclays is out uh, with a note saying, yeah, round one of the bank runs may be over. But round two is getting ready to start. Uh, China, man, what a crazy last couple of days with China. Uh, yesterday we told you the first time ever, uh, 65,000 tons of liquefied natural gas from UAE, uh, through France, France's Total, traded in Renembis, uh, this morning. Uh, they weren't done. Two other big announcements. The first one coming from Saudi Arabia saying, hey, guess what? We're in. Yep. We're joining up with, with China. You sure, you betcha. And then Brazil said, hey, guess what? Yeah, we're in. We just signed a whole bunch of trade deals that are going to be traded in Renembis. Jason, uh, the storm is here. And China, uh, letting it be known. I want, who was it? Uh, I'll find out who it was, but it was one of the, the majors out there, uh, financial majors saying China wants to take center stage in the new, uh, currency reset. Uh, so Jason, a lot of things happening here. Get the feeling too that they're, uh, pushing pushing to get a lot of this accomplished this year and next year because, you know, who knows who the next American president is going to be. So you almost get feel like it feels like there's an urgency uh, right now this year and maybe next year, right, Joe? There's not a lot of time to, to steal as much business as they can from the dollar, right? 
Yeah, and it, and it's just, I mean, uh, the the pace has picked up, and I think that uh, again the. All of these countries were already moving in this direction. And then all of a sudden, there's a little banking crisis. All of a sudden, uh, Jay Powell and Joe Biden. Listen, I, I've said it over and over. They are both extremely, extremely weak. Now, Janet Yellen looks weak. We've got the, the this perfect storm brewing. I'm not surprised. All of a sudden, there's major moves now in, in the rest of the world lining up behind China. Lining up behind China because, well, economically, they just seem like the stronger uh, performer. You know, when you're, Unfortunately, uh, gold performs well when people retreat to things that have real value. So another thing that has real value is if you're actually producing things. And China is producing more and more things. They make more and more things. So it kind of feels like a more of a safe place, doesn't it, Joe? Yeah, well, I found it. it was the Wall Street Journal. I knew it was somebody big. Wall Street Journal reporting this morning, China wants center stage. And, and Jason, this is what I've been saying. I've been saying this for how long. They are not our friends. They are our competitors. And guess what? They're, they're actually allowing, they're just sitting there allowing us to do it to ourselves, really. Hey, you guys just do it to yourselves. We'll wait. We'll wait. Do it to yourselves, and then we'll step in. You know, Joe, you know, I, I, I think the whole thing is rigged. I think it's all interwoven together at the highest levels. But no matter what, there is definitely competition between countries. I, I've never said there's not competition between countries. I, I think it's all rigged from the top, so I, I don't think it really matters. But, yeah, between countries, if you want to live in a country that's economically more prosperous, you don't want to see this stuff, Joe. You don't want to see everything going to China. That's That's for sure. Well, you know, and again, I think just like everybody, listen, they're not, Brazil's not going to stop taking dollars. They will. They're just going to take less. Yep. Right? Saudi Arabia is not going to stop taking dollars. They're just going to take less. Look at, looking at it this way, because I know a lot of you out there had to move money. I know, because you told me. You had to move money. Man, I don't trust my bank right now. I've got to move it. This is what these countries are doing. It's the same thing. Hey, gosh, I'm looking at my accounts here. Man, I got way too many dollars. You know what? I got to move it. I got to move some because I've got too many. This is exactly what is happening. Even Elon Musk uh, blowing up Twitter this morning, talking about serious issues with U.S. policy, talking about... The United States being that bully. Remember, we, we've talked about, right? We, we, we're, we're heavy-handed a lot of times. And and all of a sudden now, uh, even a guy like, you know, of course, Elon Musk, let's face it. By the way, guess who he's having a meeting with? Yeah, President Xi Jinping in China. But now he's out warning about, hey, we're going to have a dollar problem. Somebody better pay attention. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A quick look into the markets. Listen, the down Wall Street. I, I gotta give. I gotta give them a round of applause. Right? I mean, not a not a horrible first quarter. Really? I mean, especially the Nasdaq. Nasdaq had a great quarter, but the Dow's up almost two hundred points today. Uh, right at thirty three thousand. That's so funny. 
It just seems to sit there, doesn't it, right? Uh, gets 31 and change to 33. Uh, the S&P up 26 at 4,000. The, the NASDAQ's up 100 at 12,000. Uh, gold uh, is down $2 at seven nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, I know. You're like, what? Yeah. Gold just kept rising all day yesterday, Nineteen. 19- 78 uh silver's up 15 more cents 24 dollars and 15 cents you know who doesn't care about dollar trades or trades in renembis it's our good friends at at y refi uh up to 10.25 percent not tied to wall street right not tied to uh, the weak hands of Jay Powell or Joe Biden or Janet Yellen. You know the deal, though. You've got uh, to have at least 50000 You can do more, but you got to have at least 50000 You can use an existing IRA. Uh, the interest is compa- compounded daily. Uh, if you want to get paid the interest, you can get paid monthly. Right? There are no fees. Right? If, hey, what if I need my money back? You get your entire principal back. Period. Period. Up to 10.25% returns. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y. R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, but Jason, the news of the day. Uh, well, uh, well, let's talk about because there's two interesting. We got inflation data today. And it was in the right direction. Lower. Just a little bit. And this is the the Fed favorite gauge. Uh, hey, let's take out food. Let's take out energy. Uh, let's, in other words, uh, fake inflation. Fake inflation was up three-tenths for the month. They, they were expecting four-tenths, so that was better. Uh, core inflation, fake core inflation uh, was up 4.6%. Uh, the month before was 4.7%. So they got it, Jason, it went down a tenth in the, in the fake numbers. So, uh, I guess at least it was the right direction. Uh, the problem is, I think that was before gas prices shot back up, but we'll, we'll see. But it doesn't, re- doesn't really matter. They, they, they throw that out anyway. Take out food, take out energy. Uh, the, the, that, those were the, the fake data points of the day. I, I don't think that was enough. To move it either way, right? It, 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 at least it wasn't higher, right? Because that would have been horrible, right? Higher would have would have just been terrible. I don't think that's low enough, fast enough. I I, I think these numbers are going to come down, Joe. It's just, I just I, I I see what they're doing. I see the game that's being played, and uh, what you said in the first segment about these other countries moving out of dollars. That means whatever dollars are holding have to come back. And uh, it takes a while for these things to absorb into the system. So we're still we're still kind of uh, absorbing all of the rate hikes from 2022. A lot of that's just really starting to show now. So now we're not really right. You know, we're doing quarter point. You know, and we'll see if they keep doing quarter point, which I think they will. But it'll take a while. You know, as as, as these inflation numbers, I think, will go down a little bit, Joe. And then they'll they'll talk about how great things are. And maybe they'll decide to stop raising rates and all this other stuff. But then, completely separate from this, these foreign dollars and other dollars just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, we're going to see a huge, huge spike in inflation. I think we see inflation come back roaring like a monster either later this year or, or early next year. 
and it's going to be a, it's going to be a major. This then we'll really be talking about bank failures on uh, ten a ten a ten a, a week or something, Joe. We'll we'll start to see some yeah, listen, some crazy need, stuff. Please be wrong. Please, please be wrong. Right. I mean that that's all I'm saying right there. And and I loved your. I don't think it's going down fast enough. Right. Not going it's down fast enough. Fast enough. A tenth isn't enough because what what Jason saw about so that first week in in in, in May. That first Wednesday in May, are they going to go another quarter point? Right now, I will tell you right now, that is what they want to do. All And I don't know why, but they, they are very much married to, man, we, we want to get one more in there. And I think after that, they all want to, okay, we got to, for somehow... To say they were are going to be over five percent between five and five and a quarter, I, I, for some for some reason they 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 want to call that success. And to Jason's point, is the only way to get off of that is for because if, if Core's at four seven, well that means the headline's probably either six, right, where it was last time, or maybe five nine. Right, that's not enough. Mm-mm. And of course, we all know, really, if you want inflation to go down, the Fed funds rate's got to be higher than the the headline inflation number. But somehow, I guess I'll say, clo- well, if, if inflation's in the fives and we're in the fives, close enough. You know, we'll be at five one. Inflation's five now, but yeah, it's it's five. And I think that's what they're they're hoping to get to. Unfortunately, that just makes things worse, uh, not better. And, and and again, like I said, understand what these nations are doing. This is a bank run on treasuries. This is what this is. And it's not by accident. This isn't coincidence. Right? They, I, yeah, they've been talking about it. We've talked about it. Do you think it's by accident all of them started to happen now? No. Right, all of these countries are—they were getting nervous. Well, you know what? Let's get something set up. I'll liken it to this: you know what they were doing? They were going to another bank and opening up a bank account. Now they—they they just put a few dollars in there. Okay. You know, hey, here, here's here's you know these are countries, right? Yeah, we're we're, we're going to put a million dollars in there. We'll put a million in there. That's nothing. But, you know, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to leave it there. But but we got the account open. And then all of a sudden, here comes a banking crisis, and all of a sudden, guess what? Hey, time to start putting more money in that account. Uh, getting back to the Brazil deal. Uh, right after that, Elon Musk took to Twitter. Serious issues. U.S. policy been too heavy-handed. Making countries want to ditch the dollar combined with excess government spending. And man, this, this year's deficit is going to be ugly. I mean, right now, if, if you say, what do you think it's going to be? Two seven, two point eight trillion could be three, could be three trillion. I mean, that's how bad we're talking about. Excess government spending, forcing other countries to absorb a significant part of our inflation. And they just don't want it anymore. Uh, what, what, here, here's how it went down. 
the Brazilian government announced that they have reached a deal to ditch the U.S. dollar in all trade with China. So this is across the board. I was thinking maybe this was just a, when you know, because Brazil is a huge ag exporter. That maybe this was just going to be like corn and soybeans, right, the, the big stuff. Uh-uh. Apparently, all bilateral trade between Brazil and China will now be conducted in renembis and reals. And they also went on to say, Jason, that China is their largest trading partner. This is about $150 billion a year in trade. So think about uh, China, the, you know, they have about $800 billion, 800 plus billion dollars. They've been selling treasuries all along. I don't even know what Brazil has. But let's just say right now this, this deal between these two countries, Jason, they need $150 billion less in treasuries than they did before. Not more, less. Right. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that's how it, that's, that's the, the, the bones uh, of how it works, Joe. I mean, if you have a Ponzi scheme, you have to increase the amount of money or whatever you're using this, in this case, Federal Reserve notes. And you're talking about a, a case after case after case of less dollars, less dollars. This, this hurts the scheme, Joe. And, and you were talking a minute ago about the, about the banks. Uh, funny thing kind of occurs to me that you have a couple of banks. We have this big emergency that happens. They're trying to cool off the whole situation now, but when when we got to get remember fractional reserve lending, right, Joe? Which is when a bank receives a deposit, they can loan nine x against that. So if you if let's we'll just say that you know they we know they control the news cycle and they want to make Silicon Valley Bank seem like a massive emergency, which you know it, it it can very well turn into a massive one if it keeps going, and it will keep going. But think about all the banks getting these new deposits, Joe. They don't need the Fed to give them money. The way fractional reserve lending works, they can uh, lend out 9x above that deposit. Yeah. And, so by having this, having this money move around, Joe, oh, kind of puts a little Band-Aid on it for a little bit, doesn't it? I, I, I'm going to – well, I'm, gonna, I'm glad you brought that up. We're, we're not there yet. So let's put a pin in that because it's very interesting where the money is going and how it's going. And a lot of it, obviously, we know has been going to the big, too big to fail banks, but it's ending up in the money markets. A lot of it, which is a little different, so it doesn't allow uh, the nine X plus. Uh, so it's a very good point, and it's something that Barclays is is talking about uh, as to what the next big run is going to be, and and, and there's. There's negative effects to that. It's different when it's in a checking account or a savings account at a bank versus in a money market account at a bank. So, and again, you shouldn't have it at a bank, period. Right? That's right. what, you know, we keep telling you, and I probably haven't done a good enough job. I actually had a customer emailing me, and I'm like, man, I've done a terrible job. This is why, uh, you know what? Yeah, Joey's my son, but I promote him for another reason. Northwestern Mutual, they're not a bank. They don't, they're not publicly traded, right? They don't have a stock price. They don't do risky things. Look at, look at uh, Northwestern Mutual as kind of like the biggest credit union in the entire world. 
And it's why they're AAA rated. It's why it's the safest place to go. And you're actually not in a bank. And you're not tied to Wall Street. Right? Think about all the major financial institutions. I think everyone would agree. God, Northwestern Mutual is a big institution. But go back to the financial crisis. You know whose name no one ever, ever, ever uttered a word about? Northwestern Mutual. You want to know why? Because they aren't involved in it. It's a great place. If you're looking a place to put money, call them, 602-909-9048. You know how we are. Get out of the banking system. It's just that simple. But we'll get to Jason's point. We'll bring that up in, in the next segment because I want to finish with the other announcement today, Saudi Arabia. And this one, this is the biggest one by far. And, again, it's just because of flat-out dollars. And a, the latest in this shift in global power dynamics, and, again, just look at it this way. What's happening? Simply put, these countries are changing banks. That's what they're doing. Now, they're going to keep the U.S. bank account open. Don't, they're not closing the account. They're just reducing their exposure to it, right? Hey, I'm not going to have all of that in, in, in that I did in there before. The Saudi government announced last night that they have approved a membership in the China-led economic, political, and security bloc. Okay, so again, this is like an extension of BRICS. And Saudi Arabia now essentially saying, you know what? We're part of it. That's a huge deal. And unfortunately, it's not a great deal for the dollar. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here wrapping up a Friday. $10 Liberty, still the best buy on the table. They're now $1,200. So two tens at 2400 uh, a 20 at 2460. And by the way, just so you know, uh, there's less than 40 at that. Then you got to go upgrades. Uh, you know, if someone came in and said, Hey, I want 520s, uh, you're, you're probably going to be paying on all of, with all the grades somewhere around 25 and a quarter. That's how few, uh, are out there right now. Uh, on the $10 side of it, here's the bad part. This is the last 60 to 70. So I'm, I'm, I'm worried come Monday, it's going to be a lot closer, right, to where the 20s are. Uh, but, but we do have, uh, 60 to 70 of them here at 1200. And then I've got another opportunity. This one's a little more interesting. And I think you're going to see more of these in the future from us. I've got a hundred five dollar liberties. These are the quarter ounce pieces, but these are AUs. AUs are almost uncirculated. So these things are going to look, I mean, think about this, $5 liberties, 1866 to 1907. So you're talking 115 to 150-year-old coins that'll look, look brand, brand new, but almost brand new. I mean, that's how good, uh, these will look, and we've got a great opportunity right now. We, uh, the ones that we normally hear, which are great, 
They look real nice. You guys know all the stuff we carry. Those are $655, which we can get those if you want, but for another 15 bucks, which is really good value, for $670, you can get AU5s. I've got a 100 of those. So I've got a 100 AU5s at 670 uh, and then, of course, obviously, hey, what's the cheapest thing you got per ounce? It's got to be the the half ounce ten dollar liberties uh, at twelve hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two cases of silver eagles. They're still available, which is a good thing. They're nineteen thousand uh, dollars. Rolls of silver eagles, seven hundred and sixty five dollars. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna tell you about half dollar rolls. There's just not enough. Uh, quarters at 255 a roll. Rolls of dimes at 127.50. And as I told you this morning, uh, the, the wholesalers are out there saying junk is just disappeared as well. So Jason, uh, it very easily here, uh, we could see possibly the whole silver market almost disappear overnight. I mean, because there's not a lot of silver eagles out there either right now. It's just, it just is what it is. Yeah, I think half dollars are moving into that uh, place where the silver dollars are, the the, the premiums uh, versus the spot price. It's, just, it's decoupling even more and more every, and this is just every year. Just set aside the situation the last few years. but So those half dollars is about as cheap as they're going to get. And I have a feeling they're going to be, yeah, we, we try to get listen. silver dollars on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't miss it. Thirty-seven seventy-five an ounce on half dollars. I mean, that's I mean, that's right there with silver eagles. That that is how high the premiums are. And 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 what they're saying is, guess what? We don't got any, even at that price. We don't have it. That's kind of interesting. Hey, a little, hey, a little spicing it up here on a Friday. Why not? I think Jack is trying to prepare for the next show or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> he hit the wrong button. I think something it, it, played it, on the. It, I hey, I like it. Hey, so you know what? That, that had a good little beat to it, you know? Uh, get, getting back to the Saudis. So the Sa- Saudi Arabia is joining the Chinese led political and security bloc. So this is NATO, NATO esque. Right now, the it's called the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Saudi Arabia is joining as a what they're calling a dialogue partner. They're full members: China, Russia, India, Pakistan, Kazakhstan, all the stands. Iran is expected to become a full member later this year. Isn't it interesting that uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran decided, okay, hey, let's 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 stop being mad at each other, right? They they've entered into this. Uh, I'll call it a peace agreement. Uh, now now it makes sense, doesn't it? Right? All of a sudden, oh oh, I see. Gotcha. You guys are actually going to start working together uh, with 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 China and Russia, and, and again another uh, just another example of the erosion 
of the power of the United States. Of course, we mentioned, remember the deals we announced yesterday with, with, uh, Saudi Arabia, they're going to be building that $10 billion refinery, agreeing to another 500 million barrels of crude oil a day. Right after this announcement, Saudi Aramco came out with another announcement that they expect China to essentially buy all additional excess capacity for oil in Saudi Arabia for the next 10 to 20 years. So, Jason, Saudi Arabia essentially saying, hey, any extra crude we got is going to end up going to China. Well, I guess if they're using it also, I mean, but, yeah, it, it, we can make all the oil we need here. but We don't really need any of these countries, no. do we, Joe? <laughs> well, we're not going to. Listen, we're doing the opposite. I know, we're, you're shipping it out. <laughs> I mean, it makes no sense. You know what, I got to do it because, you know what, you said, you just keep throwing me off. I got things planned. <laughs> but Jason is, you know, hey, this is why this is why Jason and I work together because the guy's smart. He sees a lot of things. But I wanted, I got to say it, Ford. You know, Ford had a fire at their battery plant. You know, it's funny how these, these electric batteries, you know how hard it is to put these things out? Right? You just can't put them out. It, it took Ford like six weeks to even reopen the place. But they yeah. just announced, oh, by the way, our electric F-150s, they're raising the price again. Again. Listen to this. Oh. Well, let me just say this real quick. The stripped-down base model with the crappy batteries, 60000 You want a deluxe model with a crappy battery? 100000 You want a real good battery? 125000 What do you think it's going to be in five years? 800-951-0592. Gold's up to... 1982, uh, the June contract, which is the one that you're seeing on TV now, uh, the June contract, uh, just touched 2000, uh, the August contract, 2016, October 2033, December 2050. Uh, so, uh, you got an idea of where gold is having, by the way, the silver contracts, the December silver contracts, uh, just touched 20 five dollars uh so get your ducks in a row here uh the remainder of the ten dollar liberties i knew i knew it was going to run out right it was only a matter of time uh but uh twelve hundred dollars that's still two ten sixty dollars less than a 20 and you can't even get 20 so uh might as well the kind of a worthless point there uh and then we've got the au5s the AU $5 Liberties, only 15 bucks at more for an AU5. Uh, that's at $670. I got about a hundred of those at 800-951-0592. And as promised, Barclays yesterday said that they expect the second wave of de- 
of deposit withdrawals or outflows in the coming weeks. They think the first wave is about over. Okay, so this is the wave that we saw over the last three weeks. But they they said that the the first wave has awakened. They used a different word. I used the word lazy. All you lazy people out there that were listening about this banking crisis, but didn't didn't do anything to protect yourself. What Barclays is saying is you're paying attention now, which I agree, right, Jason? Sleepy, lazy, either way, all of a sudden, you're thinking about it. Because you weren't thinking about it before, but you're thinking about it now. But here's what they think is going to happen, is that they are going to be enticed by the better-paying money market funds. And I'll say this about the money markets. They're, they're, they're not as safe as people would lead, lead you to believe. That's why if you're going to do it, do it with a non-banking institution. That's I'll tell you, call Joey. I keep saying it, right? Especially somebody that isn't publicly traded, even better. Uh, because, listen, when you're a banking institution, when you're publicly traded, Jason, you inherently do what? Take more risk. But this is what Barclays is saying. They said that while market psychology is fragile, our sense is that deposit outflows from small to large banks. So interesting now. They're saying, hey, even the large banks are going to start to fade again as depositors recognize They can access and transfer their balances into money markets. It's hard to shift balances or establish a new relationship with another institution. But that's always the problem, right? It's a pain in the butt, right? Setting up new bank accounts sucks. But here's what Barclay said. It sucks less. Jason, when you can offer a, a better rate of return, right? So right now, I know from Joey, I talked to Joey uh, this morning at Northwestern Mutual. They're offering 4.5% on their money market accounts. And for Jason, you know, a lot of these banks aren't paying diddly squat. Barclays is saying, hey, these sleepy depositors, uh, they may be getting motivated here. And, of course, if you're right and the Fed raises rates again in May, uh, that that four and a half percent could go up. Yeah, that's right, Joe. I just uh, you know one of the reasons I like gold is because it's it's in your hands. Paper investments, it's just you know it, it's just it's just human nature, Joe. Investing somebody else's money, you, you're going to you'll be more riskier with somebody else's. That's just human nature. If it's your own money, you right. say, wait a minute, right. yeah, wait, this is my money. And so when you know, you know, I was trying to get a quote while you're reading, at it, right? Yeah, I was trying to get right, a, a hey. quote from Andrew, Andrew Jackson now, which is talking about the central banks of his time. And uh, essentially, the quote goes something to the uh, the lines of, uh, uh, "When you, the bankers, uh, speculate and you and you win, when you when, when you when you're right, you divide the profits amongst you. But when you gamble and fail, you charge it to the bank. You're a, a den of vipers and thieves. You know, and that's exactly what this is, Joe. You're you're just showing it. Look." 
your money is not important to them. It's just a bargaining chip on the on the gambling table. It's just easier yep. for them to do it because it's not theirs. You know, and, and think about it like this, uh, a business guy. Hey, I, I want to, well, you got to put some skin in the game, right? You don't have any skin in the game. Right? You're going to be more reckless, right? You always are. Like, hey, you know, I, you know, if I'm spending somebody else's money, right, I'm going to be a little more reckless. If I'm spending my money, yeah, no, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to make sure, before I spend my money, I'm going to make sure I'm going to win, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if it's somebody else's money, hey, I could win, I could lose, oh, well. Right. It doesn't, you know, and, and, and when you do good, you can get a nice little bonus, right? You win. But if you lose, how, how often does, does the broker say, well, when you lose, it comes out of my pocket too? I, I, does that ever happen, Joe? I don't think there is such a thing, is there? <laughs> the broker doesn't say, if you lose, I lose with you. I, I don't think that happens. Yeah, you know what? It, it really is a great way of looking at it. And that's really what we have with the banks. And especially, right, when you're, when you're traded on Wall Street, you're almost forced into it, right? Because what do the investors want? I want returns. And if one bank is risky and gets big returns, the investors at all the other banks, they want those returns. That's just how it works. That's why you buy gold and silver. That's why you be your own bank. Be your own central bank. Put that gold away. 800-951-0592. We're going to wrap up with Silver Talk. I know silver's hard to get, but where's silver going next? 800-951-0592. Just quick, by the way, if you want to sell 20s, I'm paying 100 bucks over. 100 bucks over over spot on on 20s if you want to sell we'll start there and see what happens but i told you we we would talk about silver uh lombardi he does a great job the lombardi report uh he's a big uh big into silver silver demand uh and he just came out with his latest 2022 was a record and this is total silver consumption not just industrial but physical all that 38,000 tons so far through March, and this was through uh, two days ago, the 29th of March, silver demand is up 16% from that level. So that will be a new all-time record uh, when we look at silver demand in 2023. Uh, not to be outdone, demand for the coins right, which we do coins and bars, it was up 18% in 2022. Of course, we talked about India uh, becoming a major silver consumer. Uh, they've always been a huge gold consumer. Uh, consumption of, of, of silver coins in India doubled. Wow, right, doubled. Uh, that uh, also silver jewelry demand up 30% as well. Uh, when they talk about usage and what's going on for demand, uh, we know with the electric, with solar, uh, all the vehicles, uh, Europe announced, hey, no more gas or deal. Uh, no, we won't sell any gas or diesel vehicles after 2035, right? California's got the same rules. Uh, look at Look at the price of these electric cars. They're going to be so expensive. Jeep, the, uh, the head of Jeep came out, just so you know, the other day and said, will anybody please pay attention? 
There is not enough materials out there to build all these electric vehicles. But nobody's going to listen. And guess what? They, they won't have to worry about it. They're not going to sell that many because the entry price, the cheap, the cheap one is going to be over a hundred grand and the nice one's going to be over two hundred grand. You wait and see. But Jason, he started talking about silver ratios. And, and again, right now, silver, gold to silver ratio, it's in the eighties. You know, everyone's got a different value for fair value. Uh, you know, I say 65 ounces. A lot of people say 50. Uh, Lombardi goes and says, hey, listen, at 40 ounces of silver to an ounce of gold, that means silver's overvalued. But if you took the current price right now, Jason, that would put silver at 50 bucks. Even even at my ratio, at, at 65, I say hey, silver's not overvalued at all. That's just where I think it should be. That still puts silver at, at almost $31 an ounce, and right now it's at 24 and a quarter. There's a lot of room here, and demand continues to say it needs to go higher. And I will say this, I know for a fact the supplies at the COMEX, the supplies in London are half of what they used to be. Well, and that's why the price will go over fifty dollars an ounce, right? I mean, it's that's that's supply and demand. That's that's it. I mean, you know, and we know it's going to go over fifty dollars an ounce. Uh, we know gold is going to go blow past two thousand and be heading towards three thousand. And it's why you should buy this stuff now because uh, even though gold stays with inflation, Joe, there are these times where you know it, it blasts up really quickly when you you could have really made some ground by buying it just even a few days or a few weeks early, Joe. Yep, absolutely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.